It's time to heed the call of the wild and seek the higher calling. Higher Calling is the voice of mountain and forest wildlife and is hosted by award-winning wildlife journalist and conservationist Chester Moore. Be ready for an increase in altitude and a relentless pursuit of the creatures that dwell there. Welcome to Higher Calling Wildlife. This is Chester Moore. And uh, probably about a dozen years ago, I started working on a book called Hog Wild. And it was a book about hogs, hog hunting, feral hog biology, you name it. And one of the things that really struck me was hog attacks. Of course, growing up around hogs and hog hunting, I knew about hog attacks. I've been charged a couple of times, but nothing really serious. But when I looked into the book, there were some pretty serious instances of hog attacks. And um, I got a text the other day from a listener and a reader, and he mentioned that a friend of his had actually been attacked by a hog. And um, my heart kind of sank because sometimes that doesn't turn out too good for folks. And um, luckily, the guy survived and thrived and has a great story and a great testimony and a very educational for people who come into contact with hogs and may be attacked. So welcome to Higher Calling Wildlife, Ricky Morgan. How you doing? Doing real good. Well, a couple of weeks ago, I believe it was on uh, the 13th, March the 13th, you were um, walking your dog up near Sam Rayburn Lake, and uh, you came across a hog. Uh, yep, I walk uh, every day, weather permitting, for my health, and I always like to take my dog walking. Yes, sir. Make sure a dog never getting exercise, so we were just doing our daily two-mile walk. Now, uh, what kind of dog is this? Uh, he's a Great Pyrenees Tan Lab mix. So a lot of people are going to, when I tell them that, they, they think he's a uh, golden retriever because he's light-colored. Most mm-hmm. people don't know what a great Pyrenees is. And I usually tell them, well, the best way is they're like a solid white St. Bernard, but not that big. I call them the polar, they, the polar bear of dogs. Yeah. <laughs> and, they, and they were, for centuries, they've been around. They were bred in the Pyrenees Mountains between France and uh Spain, I believe, mm-hmm. for uh, guard the uh, herds of sheep and goats. So herders, they, they've been around for centuries, and they're still used for that. Big guard dogs. Yeah, I know some people that use them to protect uh, some exotic animals and sheep and stuff like that. So they're they're big dogs, great guard dogs. And so you're walking the dog out there, and um, you told me that you heard some dogs in the distance, maybe some hog kind dogs. Yeah, I've been hearing the hearing the dogs running. I always mm-hmm. like to hear those dogs run. I always think it's pretty cool. Yeah. And uh, so we're coming back from our walk, and I'm about eight eighth of a mile from the house, and a big hog walks out. We're, so we're on a dirt road. Walks out of the wo- edge of the woods. Just walks. He's not running. He just walks out. My first thought is, and that's a big hog, and I can see his tusk, and he's breathing hard. Mm-hmm. So I just stop. My dog is already going crazy. Man, he's barking and pulling on the leash because that's what he's supposed to do. So I thought the hog would just come across the road into the woods since those uh, hounds were chasing him. Mm-hmm. Well, he crossed the road, and he turned and started coming up the other side of the road from us. So when he got at about a 45-degree angle from us, like I said, my dog's going crazy and barking at him. He turned, and he came at us wide Mm-hmm. My first thought is, I'm going to die. <laughs> wow. And so he's coming at us, and he hits me 
knocks me flat on my back in the grass. So the, I mean, the first thing I think I've, I've got to stop, not get fit. And, and just instantly, I guess I grabbed the side of his head and I can like still feel that grisly stiff hair. Yeah. So now I'm kind of guessing my dog, now this, so by now I am screaming for help. That's mm-hmm. all I'm just screaming for help. I just, and thinking I can't let him, he's probably 15 inches from my face. Wow. Because I sat on my back. And so, And I think probably what happened when he hit me, my dog probably hit him at the same time. So mm-hmm. Ace must I'm thinking, grabbed his ear or the side of the head and was pulling back. So that's, that's one thing. A Great Pyrenees has a 900 pound per square inch bite. Wow. So I'm, so I'm screaming the whole time. The hogs making noises. My dog's growling and screaming for help. I'm holding on that. And I have, I carry a walking stick with me. Mm-hmm. And, and when I say that, this is a, uh, it's come, I got it in Big Ben. It's from the Soto plant. It grows out of that, and the Mexicans across the river, they cut those, and they, I guess they probably sand them down, kind of shine them up. Some have pictures on them, but it's extremely light, but dense wood. Mm-hmm. So I've got, so my left hand's got the side of his head. I've got this stick trying to keep, trying to get it in his mouth so he doesn't bite me. And I'm just still just screaming, screaming for help. And then I remember... At one point, I could hear those dogs coming, mm-hmm. and I'm thinking, please, hurry. I'm fixing to die. <laughs> so, um, you know, that was probably, you know, I don't know 20 seconds. I don't, you know, it, it seemed like, you know, 20 minutes. Yeah, because I'm really interested in the time frame of this, you know, because I'm sure when that hog charged you, how far do you think it was when it actually made the charge? Oh, just a, you know, it's just a one-lane dirt road. Yeah. What's that, 20 feet, so I guess? It probably made Maybe. that in a second. Oh, yeah. 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 Yeah, so so one of my neighbors, I said something, you know, I didn't have I didn't have a weapon. Mm-hmm. I've stopped for years. I need to start carrying a weapon. We've got coyotes. We've got hogs. Mm-hmm. So he hits me. He's on hopping, and I am screaming like crazy, knowing I'm fixing to die. So I don't know why I let go. I don't know if Ace pulled him back. What, but so, but all of a sudden he's like standing beside me, maybe eight feet away, and I'm still screaming, thinking he's going to come back on me. Ace is still going crazy. I'm holding on to the leash, and he's trying to get to the and the hog just <clears throat> the hog just walked off into the woods. So by now I'm uh, you know still nobody's coming along. I, I I I was flat on my back. I thought, man, I need to you know I need to get up. So I. Sit up on one arm, look to see how uh, hurt I am. I don't feel anything, of course. But so there's blood running down my both of my legs mm-hmm. from my knees. So I'm guessing that's as far as he got. He was standing on my knees or between my knees or whatever, and and, and his hooves cut my legs below my knee. Um, and I just I don't know why he walked off. So no one's. By now, so no one's still coming, mm-hmm. you know. So if anybody had come, what would they have done? Yeah. I mean, you know, they're in a honk the horn. He's not going to run away for that. No, unless someone had a gun and were smart enough to know how to get him shooting. You know, I was thinking about this, actually, Ricky. Um, like if I had been there, I, I actually had this question. If you came upon someone and you did have a gun and they're being attacked by a hog, 
The only way I could think to do it safely if you had a gun would be to, and, and you'd be risking your own self, but, you know, you want to help somebody else is go toward the back quarters and shoot him in the back quarters, you know, just to get him off of somebody, you know, and because uh, you definitely wouldn't want to shoot down on top of somebody. You'd have to come at an angle and try to get him maybe toward the back quarters away from the person um, just to get him off, you know, uh, because, you know, somebody is not going to probably walk up and yank that thing off of you, you know? So Yeah, that wouldn't be a smart idea. <laughs> no. You know, you never know, though, man. There might be some guy from East Texas that comes out and pulls, I'll just yank him off of you. You never know. But, yeah, uh, that's true. But you still, you, so <laughs> yeah, I would be afraid of, of getting stuck. Either somebody shooting, shooting me or my dog. Yeah, because I, I was thinking like, okay, I have a gun on me. I would definitely come help. How would I do that? And my thought was the only way to do it safely would be basically to come up on the backside and stick the pistol on the hog's hip or something and pull the trigger, you know? Yeah. Just to get, I don't, yeah, I don't but, know. Richard. That thing was so mad. So yeah. pissed off that he'd been run by those dogs. I don't yeah. know. I think you'd have to shoot that sucker in the head somehow. Yeah. But I mean, he, when he came, when he came out of those woods, he was already mad. Who knows, who knows how long those dogs had been running? Sure. You so know. when he came, out of those, and then my, my dog started barking, that set him off. Yeah, well, I, he just thought I just tangled with these guys a few minutes ago, you know, and uh, you know, and here's another one. There's one of their buddies, and I've yeah. got this instinct to attack. And um, yeah. what's amazing, Ricky, is that you had the wherewithal, you know, I mean, um, to sit there and to know that you had to protect your head and neck, you know, and you grabbed it and you had that walking stick. Um, yeah, you and I spoke a couple of days ago, and. Um, what was really interesting is uh, in our exchange is something that I picked up is you went and you Googled um, how to survive a hog attack. And the only thing you found was climb a tree. Yeah, climb a tree. <laughs> I'm I'm 66 years old and 235 pounds. I can't climb a tree unless you give me a give me a while. Yeah. So, you know, I, I've been actually trying to work on the idea of what to do with a hog attack, you know, like uh, for people's safety's sake, because these things are going to increase with hog numbers increasing. There's just no doubt about it. Unfortunately. And, you know, um, there's two different things with bears. So a grizzly, you fight back because grizzlies will often, no, excuse me, with grizzlies, you play dead because often a grizzly attack is territorial or a sow defending cub. She doesn't want to eat you. She just doesn't like you. And if she thinks you're dead or the threat's over, she'll leave. Almost every black bear attack, however, is predatory. So you fight back with the black bear. And um, I can't see a hog attack being anything but wanting to destroy you. You know, there's no... Oh, yeah. No. Especially when they've been chased by dogs. You know, so if he hadn't have been... You know, run by those dogs, maybe he would have crossed into the woods and run off with my dog barking. Who knows? But sure. he's, you know, this dog set him off. And I'm not blaming the dog. Sure. Even though, when I, I get up, I finally realize i got to get back to the house. Nobody's coming. So I'll get up. I walk about 20 feet, and blood's running down my legs. And wow. The hunters came out of a side road. And they came up, and they saw me, and I'm waving at them, and they came up, and they had thought that their dogs had attacked me. I'm like, no, it was a hog. And they were apologizing like it was their fault. Sure. Oh my God, it's not your fault. It's, it's, I was in the wrong place at the wrong time. Yeah, man, that happened. They, they said that they could hear me screaming, but they couldn't find me. Boy, that's a terrifying thought, thinking, yeah. you know, there's some guy out there screaming in the woods, something's happened to somebody. Yeah. Could, could be my dogs, could be the hog. We don't know. We want to help him. 
and we can't find him. Now, do you happen to know if they end up catching the hog? I don't know, but I so later uh, I have they, they helped me get back to my neighbor's house because kind of want them want to sit around for a while. But anyway, when before they start leaving, I said, uh, I said, well, I hope y'all catch that thing and kill him. He goes, oh, we don't kill him. I'm like, what? What? So I'm thinking, well, they take them back. If they catch them, they catch them. They take them back, put them in a pen, give them good feed. Yeah, uh, you know, fatten them up and then butcher them. And I just found out last week one of my neighbors knew somebody that knows these hunters, and they just do it for sport. They catch a hog, they cut his ear, trim his ear, and maybe cut his tail off So in, and let him go. So if they catch him again, they know he's been caught. You know, so that big hog is still <laughs> wandering around out here in these woods. Well, the truth is, every hog hunter who does it, if, if, if you're hog hunting dog hunters, kill them. Uh, if may take them out of the populations, good. Even if you if you go fat them up, they're going to end up being eaten. We need every hog that we can kill killed because we can't kill yeah. enough of them. You know, yeah. we have a minimum estimate three million, and there's estimates up to five million in Texas, and we're killing seven hundred and fifty thousand a year according to Texas AgriLife, which is two hundred and fifty thousand more than the Texas whitetail harvest, and they're growing. So. Um, Man, that's that's crazy stuff there, and we really appreciate you sharing this because my thing is this: like people who maybe move out to a beautiful one of my favorite places in Texas is up around Sam Rayburn. I love the lake, I love the woods up there, the national forest. Someone moves out to an area like this, or even around the, around a city like Beaumont. I mean, there's hogs everywhere around Beaumont, even Orange where yeah, I live. And they go hiking, or they go out into the big thicket or somewhere, and they're not familiar with this, and they see a hog, and like, oh, it's a pig, no big deal. Well, you don't want to sh- you don't want to shudder in fear, but you also want to make sure you take whatever precautions you can not to push that animal into doing something that would be bad. Yes, man. So you said you weren't carrying a firearm. Are you carrying one when you walk now? Yeah, <laughs> I don't care where I go, whether it's here in Beaumont. I am never gonna. If I'm going to Walmart, I figure I'm an old man with bad knees, and I'm limping across that park a lot. I'm, I probably look like I'm an easy hit. Well, I'm not going to be an easy hit. This is so terrifying yeah. that I will never be in a position like that of being attacked to go through that terror. It was it was over a week where I could sleep. I, oh, I still, sure. I mean, he's right in my face. Man. Man, I must have had adrenaline pumping like crazy to have held on to the side of his head. Well, that's a lot but of the bottom, the bottom line is Ace saved my life. It was Ace. It wasn't me holding back. Well, it was Ace had a hold of that, that hog and was pulling him back. I am a big proponent of, of having big dogs around. Um, yeah, I've always had big dogs. Us too. I have a Doberman and a Bull Mastiff. And, um, <laughs> and you know, the thing about it is just for home security's sake, um, you know, if a burglar knows you have a Bull Mastiff and a Doberman in the house, they'd be an <laughs> idiot to come in or even a Great Pyrenees or some dog like that. And, yeah. But even out in the wild, there are many instances of people being attacked by hogs. There was a Pineville, Louisiana, a guy was saved in his um, his living room when a hog busted into his living room and attacked him. It's a crazy story. Oh, crazy story in my book by his German Shepherd saved him. Um, people have been attacked by bears and other animals and dogs saved him. So we, we salute Ace and we salute all the dogs that defend people. But that's one of the things that, that can save your life. And that's this, this really what this particular show is about is... 
not to instill fear, but instill respect and to give people some ideas. So if you're out around Sam Rayburn hiking and you see a guy with a rocket launcher, a flamethrower, and a minigun, it's probably Ricky out there hiking. Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't be alarmed unless you decide to attack. Yes, <laughs> exactly. So, uh, hey, I don't blame you, man. It's like uh, I've been charged. Uh, I haven't hunted hogs with dogs in many years, but I've done it four or five, seven or eight times in my life. And I got charged on those twice and I got charged unprovoked once. Um, and that was in the hill country in Edwards County back in like 96 on a friend of mine's property. And um, we heard the grunting and the cedar parting. And I literally just grabbed a part of a, a bigger cedar tree was right there and pulled my legs up. And he ran right under, I mean, right under where I was. I don't think it was like gonna, one of those, like, I'm going to kill you deals, but he might have hooked us if he ran by. But uh, yeah. this is a different level, and it's the kind of thing that may happen more. And um, we it's a very illustrative situation. you know. And it's, I know it's got to be hard to share some of this, but we thank you because I really believe Stuff like this can, can save people's lives and, and make them a lot more aware. Um, you know, one of the things I'm worried about, Ricky, is one of the cutest things in the world is a baby feral hawk. I mean, they often have little stripes on them, and they're really pretty. And hell, yeah. hell hath no fury like a sow. I mean, a, a feral hog sow will eat your lunch. And um, I can just see, you know, little Susie with the non-GMO gluten-free sandwiches moving in from Austin out to Beaumont and going to the big thicket hiking yeah. with her kids. Doesn't yeah. have an idea. Oh, look at the little little piglet. And, yeah. um, and that's something that, uh, you know, we got to educate people about because there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of really bad information out there. And you don't want to. I remember watching about eight years ago. There were like literally like 10 hog shows on like reality hog shows on TV. Like everybody had one. There were like two models out in bikinis hunting hogs on mud boats in Florida. I mean, it was crazy, right? Huh. And I remember this one was so over the top. It was like Glenda Knox has been in her home for one solid year because hogs have held her hostage in her house. Because you know, and I'm like, what kind of hogs are these? You know, like what's going on? And you know, and it's like she saw a hog in her yard and she was scared to go outside. It's like it's not like they were waiting by the garbage can. You know, like yeah. Glenda's yeah. going to come out. But at the same time, you don't want to just think they're not a threat. So um, it's great information. We definitely salute Ace. Ace is really, really awesome. As a matter of fact. Oh, man, he is the dog, I tell you. Uh, now, didn't you say you gave him a treat when you got home? Did a what? Did, did, you, did you give him any kind of special treat when he got home? Oh, he's had a lot of ear scratching, belly rubs. And yesterday I had to go to Lufkin. Coming back, I stopped in Huntington and Dairy Queen got him some ice cream. All right. He deserves some ice cream. That's right. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Ace is going to be the most spoiled dog on the planet after this. But uh, Yeah. He, he saved my life. All right. Well, any, you know, any parting words for people out there that uh, are hiking or in, in the woods and any any recommendations? I mean, if you're comfortable with a weapon, I'd carry a weapon. There's one lady that, that walked probably more than me up here, and she came along not too long after it happened, and she says, I don't, I'm scared of guns. I don't know how to, but, you know, if something's coming, you just got to be aware, you know, at least have a good walking stick and a big dog. There you go. Good we walking we stick don't and a big... see a lot up here, but we see signs of them, I mean, where they dug up, the, you know, an acre of woods or mm -hmm. something. But me personally, I'll just won't go anywhere without a weapon. That, 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 it's just I can't stress no. how much no. how terrified it was. I no. knew I was going to die. That was the bottom line. He was going to rip me apart. Well, well, thank God for the Second Amendment in a state where we can still exercise. That. Yeah, 
and, and uh, it's kind of like Teddy Roosevelt, but you know, walk softly, carry a big stick, and have a big dog with you. There you go. <laughs> and uh, you know, one of the things I tell people is a practical tip because I've been consulted by the city of Orange here um, over hog issues, and I put some videos out in their social media to educate people. And one of the things I say is, you know, obviously, if you see a hog, that's the obvious sign. Back off. You know, don't run away. Just kind of back off and go another direction or go around. Never mess with the piglets. Um, but also use your nose. If you smell, uh, uh, you can tell a pig when you smell a pig. Um, if you smell that hog, back off because chances are you're really close to one somewhere. So that's another thing. Just a safety tip. But um, great stuff, Ricky. We appreciate you sharing your information. All right, Chester. Pleasure talking to you. All righty. Hunting Matters, the radio program and podcast that brings you all things hunting. Join Houston Safari Club Executive Director Joe Bitar and Ramon Robles as they talk to experts, policymakers, and celebrities from the world of hunting. A new episode each week, Saturdays on 950 KPRC at 6 a.m. Hunting Matters can also be found on most major podcast platforms. Subscribe today to the Hunting Matters podcast. Rate us, leave a review, and tell your friends. Brought to you by Houston Safari Club Foundation. Learn more at wehuntwegive.org. You've been listening to The Higher Calling, hosted by the wildlife journalist Chester Moore. Contact him at chester at chestermoore.com. Follow him at the Chester Moore on Instagram and his blog at highercalling.net.